Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the show today. This is Create a Life You'll Love with Susan Gonzalez. And I have to tell you that I'm so excited about our show. I love this topic about creating that on-stage presence so that you shine in the spotlight because there's nothing worse than having stage fright and um, you know, losing your place or forgetting what you're going to say. And since so many of our listeners um, are speakers or want to be speakers or life coaches and are putting themselves out there in the, in the uh, spotlight, I thought it was a really great topic for us to share today. And I'm so thrilled to have Trudy Trevino-Stone um, on the show as our guest today. Trudy, she has been shining in the entertainment industry since she was in her teens. And I have to tell you, she's got an impressive resume. Um, too long for me to go through all right now, but I'll try to sum up a little bit of it because she is phenomenal. Um, she is an actress. She models. She has television credits. Trudy's conducted live shows in New York. She is a former Dallas Maverick cheerleader. She's performed in numerous commercials. If you shop at Walmart, um, and most of the Walmart stores, if you, stores, when you first walk in the door, if you look up, there is a huge picture of Trudy in one of the ads that she's done. And um, she's most recently the featured correspondent of South Texas Most Wanted, a television show that airs weekly on Fox KABB TV. And um, Trudy's going to share some step, step, uh, steps and tips with us about how you boost your confidence, how you quell stage fright, how you hit your mark for the camera, about voice modulation, um, dressing comfortably and being stylish, and um, so much more. So Trudy, thank you so much for joining us today, and welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so thrilled to be doing this. This is great. Well, I'm so glad that you're here with us. Okay, you guys, we've got a jam-packed show, so I'm just going to go ahead and have us jump right into it. How does that sound, Trudy? That sounds good to me, whenever you're ready. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go. Um, And callers, don't forget that uh, you can call in at any time during um, the show, and we welcome any comments or things that you have. And I I know that there were a couple of people who sent me questions who couldn't be on this uh, show, so... No worries there, but if you want to call in and ask us any questions, the call-in number is 646-716-9397. All right. Well, let's talk about this all um, big topic of your on-stage presence so you shine in the spotlight. And, you know, it is about how you craft that. So you want to be authentic and be yourself because that's the true essence of what we do. And today we're going to discuss a few simple steps that you can use to help you boost your confidence and then magnify your charisma so that when you step in that spotlight, you shine and you shine brightly. Um, So I know that this has happened to me, Trudy. I don't know if it's happened to you, but I do hear it from so many of my colleagues and clients. It's like we're so excited somebody hired us for a public speaking gig or a video uh, uh, gig and we're like, oh yeah, you got the gig. Uh, now what? And then the nerves and the and the um, shyness and all those other things start to hit. It's like, oh my goodness, there's a lot of work when you put yourself out there on the stage. So it's about developing that mindset and the physical presence so that we can show up confidently to perform in a way that helps us connect to our audience. And um, especially if it's a, just a video camera, because it's just you and the cameraman. And it's so hard to make that connection. So 
I am curious if that's ever happened to you first, Trudy, and then what advice you've got for the rest of us about quelling that stage fright and how to make those connections on camera. Oh, my goodness. You know, it absolutely has happened to me. It just happened to me last week, as a matter of fact. (laughs) They've given me my scripts. I've gone over it for at least an hour, an hour and a half, and it's like, okay, good, we're good. I'm ready to go in three, two, one. And nope, just kidding. We're not going anywhere because I don't know what I'm supposed to be talking about right now. So <laughs> luckily, you know, you, you, I, luckily I'm not live at this moment, but, um, you know, it's, it's, such a, it, it's such an amazing opportunity to talk in front of a crowd, to talk in front of a camera. But, you know, you just have to really go up there, take your deep breath, and, and relax. And if you've never shot with this cameraman before, it's okay. You're going to get, you're going to build that confidence. You're going to build, you know, that moment of, okay, I can do this. They've hired me to do this. Yeah, now what? So do it. You're going to do it. You're going to get through it. You got to really, and you don't want to memorize everything because you want to have that natural, um, the natural feel of who you're talking to. You make eye contact with a, a couple people here and there, and you just, talk about whatever it is you're going to talk about, and relax. I mean, you know, being on a stage, being in front of a camera, it's never easy. I can't tell you how many times, you know, dancing for the Dallas Mavericks, I'd go out there in in front of 18,000 people, you know. And, yeah, you're you're with a group of other girls. You know, you have them by your side. But really, if someone really wanted to just pinpoint you and you only – You've got to know that they're watching you. And I did have my coach watching me. And you know that if you mess up, you're going to get booted for the next time. So you just kind of have to pull yourself aside. And that's something that, you know, I, I found myself doing and still do till this day is pull myself aside, gather yourself, take your breaths, take a few, take a few <laughs> deep breaths. <laughs> and Don't pass out, but take a few deep breaths. And, and say, you know what, they did hire me to do this. I did get here to do this, not because I can't do it, but because I can do it. So you, you give yourself advice the same way you'd give your best friend. And you be your friend, your best, your own friend, and say, hey, you can do this. It ain't no big thing, like my dad would say. You're good. It's going to be fine. You're here for a reason, whatever that reason may be. Yes, that was dancing. If it's for you to talk about whatever the case might be. That is such a – go ahead, I didn't mean to cut you off. um, No, no, that's okay. Just be yourself and know that you can do it. Trudy, that is such a powerful um, tip that you just shared. So I want to stop for a minute and talk about it because I love, love, love how you said you're going to be your best friend, like you're talking to your best friend, but you're taking yourself aside and you're – we all are our own best friends, and how you reframe that moment back to you, you belong here, You're, you deserve to be here, you've already proved that because you got the gig. People don't hire you if you're not qualified. They go, oh, I'm going to hire that person, I hope they mess up on stage. That's um, right. So that friendly reminder to yourself that you belong here. And then the, the second piece to that is to center yourself back to what's the purpose why am I here? I have something to do. And That's right. reminding yourself that you're just there to show up. And I love what your dad's advice. It ain't no big deal. It ain't no big thing. I think 
Um, yeah. It, and he always said it so easily. It's like, it ain't no big deal. It's fine. You know, and you're like, you know what? I'm not the president of the United States. It's fine. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, you know, it, I mean, come on. He's even messed up here and there. All of them have, right? I mean, nobody's perfect. Nobody's going to, you know, sit there. Well, you would hope that nobody's going to sit there and completely tear you apart if you mess up here and there. I mean, we all make mistakes. You know, it's so curious, too, because most of the time people don't know if you're uh, – now, I will, I will clarify this. Yes, if you're doing a routine and a dance number and everybody's doing the same thing, you can tell when someone messes up. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can. <laughs> Not only you can see you, that. You want, to, you want to melt into the ground when you mess up. <laughs> yes. But nothing more but to disappear. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you know what? And so, you know, even then – even then when I did mess up, you just got to keep on going and it's going to be okay. Exactly, because it's one part of a whole routine and so it's not the measure of the whole routine. So I was thinking, Trudy, when you were talking about it, there's safety in numbers and then there's the other side to it too. So no matter what, even if you're out with a group, you still go and it's still about what you put out there and your stage presence and how you represent um, is so important. And on the flip side of the coin, if you're out there by yourself, people don't usually know your total agenda. They don't know exactly what you're going to talk about or the exact order it's in. And um, we do as the speaker or the presenter, and we want to do such a good job. So we know what we want to say. And then when we mess up, the tendency is to say, oh, God, I just ruined this. And actually – Maybe not, because, again, if we can remind ourselves, nobody else knows the order right. of your presentation. Just you. That's right. And even if you and, – and, and once you pull that back in, once you reel yourself back in and you're done with it, at least for me, it's always been a, oh, well, that wasn't too bad. I got through it. It was a little mind-boggling. It was a little frustrating. It was, you know, a little stressful but you get through it and you realize looking back on it, well, that wasn't the worst thing that could have happened. Right. When you put it in perspective like that, because there's so many other things that are, that are worse than that. Um, you know, yeah. Trudy, you, you, you mentioned being in front of such big um, audiences and you have, I, you have been in stadiums and um, big venues and big events and very meaningful events, too. And you always show up so friendly. Um, and it's, it's like you're our friend talking to us, you know, when I'm, I'm there. And there's such a warm connection between you and the audience. And I think that's what makes you so special is this ability to be authentic. And the authenticity that you bring to it is that you're, you're a normal person, but you do it so professionally um, how do you do that? That might be a huge question to ask, but how, how do you do that? Well, I appreciate, I appreciate that compliment. It, it, that means a lot. Um, I'm glad that you feel that way. Um, I've always, it always helps when my family's in the crowd. <laughs> I will say that because I feel like we're kind of in the living room at Christmas Eve talking, you know, although they probably pay more attention to me when I'm on the field than when I'm at, at, the, at the dinner table at Christmas Eve. I will say that. <laughs> But, um, you know, it's, it's, I try to connect with my audience as if, hey, this is my friend telling me about 
whatever the topic is that they're there to listen for um, or to learn about. Um, so I just feel like you go out there with a smile. You go out there confident. You go out there thinking and knowing that they're there to, to hear you and believe in what it is that you're talking about. And if you go out there confident, they're going to believe in you and they're going to listen. Now, don't get me wrong. When I was first hired to be the stadium host for the San Antonio Talons, I was scared out of my mind. I was scared <laughs> out of my mind. You could not and, tell. You could not tell. <laughs> well, good. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I, I had to sit back as I used to being a dancer, and I've, I, you know, I think I mentioned it before, but you just have to pull yourself aside. Don't and it's not even – I'm not even saying to meditate. If you want to meditate, that's great. But if you just pull yourself aside and realize why you're there and take it all in for yourself and say, hey, this is going to be cool. This is going to be fun. You have to make it fun. You're not there to bring anybody down for any reason. You're there to make them, you know, engage with, engage with what you're, you're talking about. And, and you want them to be comfortable and listening. Oh, yes, absolutely. And that bring yourself back to the present moment um, piece that you do, which is I'm here to do this, but I want to have fun. And just reminding yourself why you're there and to just go do it. So, Trudy, it sounds like when you do that, you're not thinking about the end result of how it's going to be. You actually are staying in the present moment. So you can actually maximize each opportunity that's coming up while you're doing it and that enjoy it. I, I think that's such a strong thing that you're enjoying what you're doing in the moment while you're doing it. That's right. You're right. And, it, you know, you say the moment and it's almost to the second, you know. It's, <laughs> it's, it's literally breath to breath to breath. And each time you continue forward, you take those steps, it's like you're doing it. You're going. You can do this. Keep going. Once you start, don't stop, and you just roll with it. And probably one of the reasons why you can roll with it so easy is because you stay in the moment. Then when things come up, because no matter what, you know, we all prepare so well, and I know people will practice, 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 because I think that there is that commitment we have when we agree to to take a job and, and go out there and be the voice. Um, for the organization or, or if we are our own voice promoting our books or whatever we're doing, we want to do such a good job. And the tendency is to think of the end, you know, what we're trying to get out of it at the end of it, which keeps you away from staying in the, like you said, second to second and having the flexibility then that when things come up, you can flow. And that <laughs> flow is probably, I think that's what makes you so relaxed is that you're just going with the flow. And I can just see that. It ain't no big thing. <laughs> it ain't no big thing. Although I will say, you know, during my uh, hosting job for the San Antonio Scorpions, Scorpions which is our soccer team, um, I'm on ESPN3. And, you know, I've got every – I know what we're supposed to be talking about. I know that we're doing promotions. I know that, you know, we're here in San Antonio against – you know, I'm not sure who it even was. You know, I'm not sure who we were playing against. And during the halftime of the game, the team decided, the coach decided to tell the team to go ahead and change shorts. They were wearing red shorts 
they came back wearing black shorts. Well, in my ear, my producer is saying, Trudy, we're going to go live to you in five seconds. Why did, they, why did the team change their shorts? And I simply said, relaxed as ever, I guess they didn't like the color they were wearing. <laughs> that, that's Sounds good. Not, I mean, that's probably not the answer they wanted on live TV, but I gave them what came to mind, you know? And they kind of said, well, I guess you're right. They probably didn't like it. Or maybe it's because they wanted to change their mojo. <laughs> but, you know, I didn't think of that. <laughs> I simply said what came to mind, and that, that was that. So it was unexpected. It was an, oh, my goodness, what did I just say? But I went with it. <laughs> what, what a great example of you being you and then not beating yourself <laughs> up for it later and actually seeing the humor in it. Like, um, yeah, I, I said the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> they didn't I like them. And they, they, they just didn't like the color they were wearing, you know? How many times have we gone in the closet and put something on and go, no, I don't like it. Well, that's what they did. Well, I don't, <laughs> that's not what they were wanting. But anyways, yeah, once I got out of, the, out of the stadium, back into the trailer, my producer just shook his head and kind of laughed, and he said, well, that's a Trudyism. There you go. <laughs> oh, I love it. And you could have your, you could have your own book, A Trudyism. That's it. Trudy, how hard, how hard is it when you have that little earpiece and you have a producer talking to you while you're talking and, and um, doing your thing. How hard oh, is that? Goodness. You know, <laughs> it, not only is it hard wearing an earpiece, because who walks around with an earpiece on all day long hearing things go on? <laughs> and, it's, and it's not that I'm just hearing my producer. I'm hearing five other voices going on talking about, uh, the tickets and the booth and the merchandise. Oh, my and goodness. So and not unless you hear Trudy go to one or whatever channel it is that we're on, you know, together, you have to zone everything out because they're continuing to talk throughout my promotions or throughout my, you know, whatever it is that I'm discussing with the fans. So sometimes it's okay, at least I have found, if you know your, if you know your timing – you know you have 20 seconds with this certain um, uh, promotion, if you will. You, it's not too bad to just kind of pull it out, tuck it behind your ear, and continue. If it fumbles you so much, you just pull that little baby out, and you're okay. But you really have to learn to concentrate on what's happening in front of you to not hear all the voices in your head. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, that could play out in so many different ways, too. Um, yeah. Not just producers, but some of us, we don't have an earpiece, but we have those limiting voices, voices. in That's our right. head. Um, that running little thing, and that makes you even more nervous, you know, zapping your confidence. So I think that's clear. Clear the voices out of your head, no matter clear what they are. Clear the voices out of your head, yes. <laughs> Stay focused in the moment of what you're doing. That's right. You know, no wonder you talk about in seconds, by second by second, because now I'm, I'm realizing something as you were sharing that. It's 20 seconds. They, you have 20 seconds to get this point across, 15 seconds to do that. And so yes. the timing of those kind of shows and things, it really is down to the second. And um, I, ha I have actually never experienced it to that point I have to hit timing and things in my presentations. And, you know, when you're sure. given um, a certain amount of time 
when they're recording you and doing those things, but it's not the same um, as second by second knowing to hit those time frames. Right, and you know, it's when you're interviewing, let's say, a, a, a ten-year-old child, or even somebody who wants to put their their information out there as far as, you know, they're wanting to share something with you and they continue to talk and you have the producer saying, wrap it up, wrap it up. You also have to come up with a nice way to cut that person off and say, okay, well, whatever it is that they're talking about, well, isn't that fun? Isn't that interesting? So you have to keep your composure. You've got to try to. You don't have to, but you've got to try to just know what you're going to end with when you're in that moment of them telling you, wrap it up, wrap it up, you've got two seconds, or you know what's going to happen? They're going to cut you off, and it's going to look horrible. It's going to be, you know, it's one of those, oh, my gosh. So you just have to be chill, be calm, and say, okay, well, there you go, Nina. Thank you so much for letting us interview you, and you move on. (laughs) Yeah, very smooth. You know, very smooth. Very smooth. And it makes me feel like um, in that you have some actual – um, catchphrases or things that you've developed so that in the moment you can just pull that out and um, share that with someone quickly right. so that it seems smooth and, um, and you're not having to stumble over your words. You're just able to transition them into the next thing. Yes. I think you and I talked about this one time um, as well, Trudy, and you had alluded to it before where you draw a blank. <laughs> yeah, you get out and you're on and you're ready to go and you're like, um, uh. and if you're live, you know, you can't say, okay, let's start again. And cu- you're going to cut that right <laughs> out of the, the video. When you're <clears throat> in a live performance, it's there. So I'm curious, what are some of the things that you do to help yourself if you forget what you're thinking when you're live? You have to pretend, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's the right word, you've got to engage with your cameraman. You've got to try to figure out, hey, oh, okay, well, I might have stumbled on that, but we're going to keep going, keep rolling with it. You know what your next subject's going to be. And as you said earlier, nobody knows exactly what your agenda is. So if you have to say, something that might not be right on the topic of what your next subject is, it's going to be okay. As long as there's no cussing, I think you're going to be okay. <laughs> Good tip. You, you know, it's just, you, you just have to keep rolling. And, yeah, you might look nervous. You might look tense. You're, they're going to know that you mess up. I mean, how many times have we just in the general, you know, seen anchors mess up? or reporters mess up, they get flustered, but it's okay, because we all do. So I, my, my advice with that is just to keep on going. It's going to be fine. Yeah, just know that you're, you'll survive. I, I think that um, look at what happened with Steve um, Harvey. Steve Harvey? Miss oh, Universe. My oh, my gosh. What a what a faux pas! And, yeah, and, and he handles it so well. He really did, and has continued to not only in the moment, but has continued to take responsibility for a mistake that he made. That was not deliberate. A mistake is a mistake. 
and you just roll with it. I hate to keep using that term, but that's the only that's the only way to just kind of get through it is that you just keep on stepping through it. You trip, you fall, you get up, you keep moving. There's a there's a, a connotation to that keep rolling though because that means don't let it stop you. And that's right. I think that that's why it's so apropos for this because yeah, don't let these little stumbles stop you. This is all about going and rolling. So keep roll with it. And you can make it fun. You can, you know, I have had some times when I have been on stage where I have completely lost my train of thought. And I'll stop for a second and um, smile, trying to get it to come back. And when it doesn't, and I'm completely blank, and this has happened before, I will actually say, <clears throat> and I'm sorry, I just completely lost my train of thought. Where was there I? There you go. Yeah, someone always yeah. gives it back to you. You were telling us about this exactly, like, um, exactly. And I think sometimes if you are um, human with it, human like Steve Harvey was doing, human like you said, where you you freeze for a minute, but you, or you just say, "Well, they didn't like that color." You know, they right. didn't, the pants were no longer <laughs> the color they were choosing to wear. Right. And, but you stay, you just stay in the moment with it. But you, people find you to be human then. And I think maybe that is one of the reasons why, Trudy, there is that comfortable connection and that you show up so well, whether you are in front of a live crowd or if you are just in front of the camera because you do exude this kind of normal. It's, you're very professional, so I don't want it to sound like that. But there is a, a warmth and a... Um, I'm I'm like your friend. You know what it is? Yeah. It's like yeah. It's like you're, we're Thank talking you. to our friend. It's just like I'm that. I'm glad it's you like, feel oh, that way. There's there's my friend Trudy. <laughs> that's my that's my goal. I want everybody to be my friend. Don't we all want that in life? <laughs> yes. Know? But no, that's that's what I want. I want people to feel like I'm talking to them in my backyard at a barbecue. I want them to feel comfortable, you know, and there's always that, that sense of, oh, you know, we, we don't want to talk to her. She's got the microphone in her hand. No, 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 no. You come to me. You take pictures with me. I will make you feel as comfortable as possible. And I'm glad that it comes across that way because, you know, I, I really do enjoy being in front of a live crowd in the community where they can meet me, can talk to me, can have their kids not be afraid to come and take a selfie with me. You know, that all feels good. It, it makes me feel that my, you know, my point being out there is, hey, we're just here to have fun. We're here to have fun, and that's all there is to it. And, I, and it just lends to it. So that whole energy that you have around it, it adds to, to the whole experience that everyone is there for. So to, I want to just recap a little bit of some of the great tips that you've just shared with us all about that um, showing up confidently, connecting, even if it's just a video camera, and um, advice for stopping stage fright and trying to stay in the moment. And one of the first uh, things is to breathe and breathe some more. And I think that's really important because <laughs> if you're not breathing, you, you can get exhausted too if you're not breathing You really can. Appropriately. It wears you out. Yeah, yeah. So take those deep breaths as many as you need. And then, Trudy, that great part about 
pulling yourself to the side and centering yourself and being your own best friend. And so getting yourself the reminder that why you're there and the fun and, and enjoying that moment. So it takes the angst off of I hope I do a good job to come on, let's go make this fun. Let's go make it happen and celebrate at the end because if you stay in the process, you most people are very prepared for when they go out there. Um, it ain't it ain't no big thing in the words it of It ain't your dad. no big thing. <laughs> and then even when you're in front of tens of thousands of people, which um, you are, it's reminding yourself to just talk like like you're in your own living room or if, if these are your friends. And it's all about you're just having a conversation. And how do you want to show up in a conversation? So it takes, again, it brings you back into more of a, a normal situation. It takes some of the pressure from having to perform at such a high level off because you're going to. And it brings you back to being the authentic you. So show up authentically, be your own best friend, breathe. And we didn't say it this way, but we said it several times in here, and you brought up nobody is perfect, no performance is perfect, and you have to go into it knowing that I'm not going to be perfect, but you can be so great, and people can love, love, love what you did if you'll free yourself up from trying to make it this perceived perfection. because it, it ne- no one is perfect, perfect, ever. That's right. Okay, so let me take just a moment. Uh, I want to share a little bit about our wonderful sponsor, Audible.com. And Audible.com is the leading provider of spoken digital audio, entertainment, and information. And they have more than 180,000 titles for you to choose from. So take a a look-see over there at audible.com. And there is a free 30-day trial period for listening to Life Coach Radio Network. So if you go into audible.com and you can test it out and see the different titles that they have, and um, it's awesome and hear all the different uh, narrators and things like that. So if you like Audible books and um, entertainment magazines and things, and it's a great place for you to go. Remember, it's just audible.com. All right. Well, Trudy, you've given us some great advice on that physical presence and, and some of the confidence things. And now I'd like to talk a little bit about hitting our mark. Um, you are so phenomenal uh, in front of the camera. And like I said, you've been doing this since you were a teen, and you seem so relaxed in your photos. Um, there's just this ease about you. And when I see you on camera, it's the same thing. And, you know, you don't fidget, but you have a lot of energy. You're an energetic person. Um, so how do you do that? How do you not fidget but bring that energy there? And, how, yeah, I'll stop right there. How do you do that? <laughs> well, I do fidget as much as I can prior to the shoot <laughs> or prior to, <laughs> you know, a speech. <laughs> I will say that, you know, because when I was in, I emceed at uh, the Women's Expo in San Antonio this past year at the Henry B. Gonzalez Convention Center, and I, you would have thought I had never been out there on a stage. And, you know, there's so many things going through your mind, you know, am I, do, do I look okay? Is my microphone going to get in the way? I'm holding postcards. 
uh, or not postcards, but, you know, note cards. Um, you know, I've got to figure out how to shuffle through these. There's so much that goes into that. But the one thing that I've learned that you never want to stand straight on to your audience. You never want to oh. stay flat-footed. You don't ever – You. It's. it's okay to walk around. But for me, when I take still photos, I know I kind of jumped to that real quick, sorry. But you always want to put one shoulder back and one – it's opening up to your audience. You're opening up going, okay. Because when you're talking to your friends at a barbecue, at, uh, at church, at wherever you run into somebody at the mall, wherever it might be, you don't, sit, you don't stand there square on, shoulders forward. No, you kind of sit back. You kind of, you know, get a little relaxed, and that's the same thing you want to do, you know, on stage. When you're giving your – you can walk a little bit here and there. I know there's always a, a, a perimeter of where you need to go for microphone purposes. You know, don't go that way. It's going to screech, and it's going to make everybody's ears blow out. Okay, fine. <laughs> always, you can always move around, but my comfortable position, whether it, whether it be live or still photography – is always lean that one shoulder back and just kind of sit, sit, not, well, not sit, but just get comfortable. But you don't ever want to be square on. Not only does that, it's not good for your oxygen, it's not good for your knees, you tense up too much. Um, try not to cross your hands when you're holding still. You always want to talk with your hands, feel relaxed, um, at least that's, that's what I have felt more comfortable with. Yes, I do usually have a microphone and or a script in my hand, and that's okay. Even if you're not going to go off the script, just having it there is kind of a little bit of a comfort where you know you have it and you're not going to sit there and go hands together, feet together, or you know, feet shoulder, shoulder width apart and go. No, that's not, that's not a comfortable uh, that's not a, a, a comfortable position to be in as you're giving a speech. You know, that is so interesting. And I, I don't think I would have ever thought of it like that. But you're right. When you're talking to your friends and, and you're hanging out, um, you don't go square on. And um, I think you also mentioned this to me before too, Trudy, is that we tilt our head. You know, if you well, think oh, about it when you're talking very... to your friends. Pay attention to your to your friends. Pay attention to your girlfriends. Pay attention to somebody who's sitting across from you. They tend to tilt their head as if they're listening, and it's a comfortable. Oh, okay, I understand what you're saying, and you're right. And you know, nobody ever stands still. Nobody ever looks at you square on. So you just want to deliver it the same way. So that a bit of a tilt, so it's a softening of the face, and it makes you That's more right. um, relaxed, more approachable. Yes. Like you said, that um, I love the thought of opening up to your audience and how you do that by the position and the way you have um, let let your shoulder relax. You know that one shoulder back, but let them relax. Tilting of the head, um, and then that lean in. There's that tiny bit, not too much, because if you lean in too far, <laughs> you look like, what are they, why are, why are they are leaning over? Why are you <laughs> leaning gonna towards me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the lean in like you do with the conversation, because when somebody's about to say something really great or you get excited about it, we tend to lean, lean in. in. Right. 
And so if you lean in a little bit when you're having those pictures taken, it gives that same kind of impression and energy. And there, that relaxation, the relaxed look, um, it, in, it lets people know confidence. People think of confident when they see that because if you can be relaxed in front of a camera, you must be pretty sure of yourself because that's a pretty scary place to be. And for most of us, uh, lay people, when the video camera, tr- I, will, I will have practiced with people over and over and they're so relaxed and so fun. And the minute they see that red light of recording, yep. freeze. <laughs> yep. And I used to be that person. I used to be that person. And, you know, I, I still do every now and then. You know, I'm, I, I can't, I can't uh, skirt, skirt around that. There's times that that red light comes on. I'm like, what? I don't know. What? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, know, I know we're supposed to be talking about this, but okay. And sometimes you do get that deer caught in a head or you know what is it <laughs> the yeah. deer in the headlight yeah. look yeah they're deer in a headlight look yeah so but it's okay it's okay it's all good it's all going to work out but i think that that is is a key so even when you're being on the when you're being videoed the same kind of posing then Trudy that you get when you're having still photography could apply mm-hmm. is that right mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. So those are some good tips because I know that um, for some people, and, and I have actually been given that advice before to stand straight on, and um, but it doesn't feel natural to me. And now that you've explained that, now I, I get why not. Um, it's not a natural way uh, for us to, to go. You said something interesting. You said you talk with your hands. Um, and I know that that's, a topic that comes up for people a lot too is what do I do with my hands? And I am um, of Greek and Irish <laughs> background. <laughs> We're all with the hands, and so sometimes right. I have to. I have to. I try not to talk with them too much because you can actually go too far with it as well. Um, what's the happy medium place to go with hand talk? You know, it's funny because. I thought that it was best to always keep your hands at your belly button, and that's actually too high. That's actually huh. too high. It's too much of a distraction. It's kind of a – it's just the wrong placement. So for me, I have noticed that when you're talking at your – in between your shoulder level and hips with your hands, it's, it's almost a – more comforting position and it's not so animated. It's not so puppeteer-like, you know. It's just right in the middle of where it needs to be. You know, my brother-in-law makes fun of me every time I talk or laugh because I kick my leg up in the air when it's a funny joke. And I'm a very <laughs> animated person, and I am talking about Joe Earl. Uh, he loves to make fun <laughs> of me because he's like, oh, my God, are you going to fall out of your chair? You know, and so it's like, you know, I've had to figure out a way to not be so cheerleader, if you will, and just kind of happy medium is for me the shoulders to the waist. As long as you keep your hands right in between there, I think that's a comfortable, natural way of talking with your hands. You know, what a great uh, description because that allows you to move them a little bit differently. And um, 
And it even feels better to hold them down a little bit lower, but then you're not having, yeah. then you don't go so wide, like I was talking about with my hand movements all over the place. It gives you a range. It's sort of like, it made me think of the strike zone. So here's your hand zone, listeners. <laughs> yeah. For when you're on yeah, you're right. uh, camera. Stay within your hand zone, and you'll hit a home run every time. That's, and, right. that's a, great. Good to know. That's, a, good that's to know. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, what tips do you have? You know, when you're talking to a camera, sometimes it's, it, for me, it's, it's so much easier to talk to a crowd because i got eye contact, I pick up the energy from the room, and I know you do too. But you're really good on camera as well, Trudy. And you can't tell the difference. So where do you put your eyes? Um, I know sometimes you use a teleprompter too, but how do you make that experience feel uh, like you're talking to people, not a camera? You know, when, you're, when you look into the camera, if you're, if you're depending on how close you are, how far you are, I tend to look right into the lens and I can see myself. And sometimes it's a little overwhelming when you see yourself because then you start to analyze yourself. So I, I, with or without the teleprompter, I'll look right underneath the camera lens. Um, it's just, it, 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 it fits for the eye line for when you're shooting. It doesn't look like you're reading. And if you don't want to see yourself, it's a good position to bypass that lens reflection and not see yourself and still look like you're looking into the camera. I think that's the key. So that is great. You look right below the lens and it still looks like you're looking in the camera. And it gives you a spot to go to. And, and you don't see the red light then either. So if the red light when it starts recording makes you freeze, um, that's a great, yes, great place to go, right underneath it. Yes, right underneath. I'm going to try that. <laughs> I'm going to pick Do up it. on my next video. Yeah. It's because sometimes I, I look right into it. Um, it, it, it just kind of depends. Um, Trudy, here's another one. Uh, this, came, this is a question from one of our listeners. They sent this in previously to the show. But they said that they don't really know, this isn't their industry, but they want professional photographs and things. But they don't know enough to know how to direct the shoot, so to speak. So um, she said her example is the, I'm relying on the expert, so I'm relying on the photo photographer that I hired, but I can't seem to get the kind of pictures that I really, I want more natural looking shots. And the angles seem off to me. So how do you convey to a, your photographer what you really want to get? Well, you know, question. yeah, that is a great question because you have obviously researched enough to find a photographer that you're willing to work with. Not only are you willing to work with them, but you're going to pay them. You're not, doing, they're, you're, you're not getting this for free. So you're expecting for them to direct you in the way you want them to, but you need to be able to tell them, hey, I need natural shots. Let me see that shot that we just took. Let me see if I'm comfortable with it. Most photographers will be more than willing to turn their camera around, being that digital is now the way to go, because nobody, nobody knows what film is anymore <laughs> these days. <you> know? <laughs> 
So you turn that camera around and you say, you know what? Nope, let's go a little bit more natural. Let me tilt this way. Let me stand up. Let me sit down. Whatever it is you feel, don't be afraid to speak your mind. Say what you want. Say what you're thinking because you're not only paying for it, but this is your image. And the, and the photographer, will, you know, most of them, like I said, will be happy to oblige that. They'll be happy to say, yeah, sure, okay, you know what, I get what you want, I understand, and let's go from there. It, most photo shoots are not a 20-minute photo shoot. Plan on a two, three-hour photo shoot, or okay, fine, an hour. I'll even give you an hour. But within that hour, don't feel like you can't help or give your wants and needs of what you're trying to get out of that photo shoot to your cameraman. Yeah, I think that's key is, is speaking up. And almost it sounds like, too, before you hire that person, ask them how, how, I, you know, how comfortable are you with this. I'm not real sure I know what I want yet because that could be it, too. Um, you could tell them, oh, yeah, I want these kind of shots, and then you see it, and you're like, oh, that's totally not what I was going for. Right. And, right. and letting them know that up front and having the, the professional know what you're actually looking for so that you develop that really kind of strong relationship with them. Yes. Um, they like referrals, but they also want to, to make sure you get what you need. And the more you're, you're photographed, in different settings, the better you become, I think, of being right. able the, to direct them. That's right. And the more you will be comfortable in knowing what it is that you want and how it is that you want to look for that image. I have had several um, photographers before ask me for examples, and they'll say, so if you go out to Google and just find some shots of things that you, you like or you think you might want to have, and send those to them in advance so they have a little bit of an idea of what you're going for. And I've been in that situation too before where I've had a picture taken and I thought, that is not what I was going for. <laughs> that is delete. a horrible <laughs> angle for me. Let's not, let's not do that. <laughs> delete, 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 never again, and next. Yes. But we're our own worst critics too, you know, where our pictures sure. are taken. And so sometimes you want to, you do want to be a little bit open to the professional and try some of the angles and things that they recommend. Yes. You never know. It's, it's like when you shop for a wedding dress. You don't know what it's going to really look like until you put it on. Oh, and God. so um, yeah. try so some of the right. shots that, that they recommend. Yes, for sure. I, yeah, I can't tell you how many times I've twisted myself around and turned upside down and held my finger up in the air, and they're, I'm like, what? And then it's like, oh, that's the cover. That's it. That's the one. <laughs> so, yes, <laughs> be open to their advice and their suggestions because you never know. But if you do see something that you don't like and that you're not happy with, say something. So there you go, Kara. That's your answer to that question that you submitted <laughs> to us. <laughs> Ask for what you want, and, and if you're not sure what you want, say that. I'm not exactly sure, but I know what I don't want. There and, you go. Um, convey that so that the professional can actually give you what you're, you're looking for. Um, so, again, great tips. Look below, just below the lens of the camera, and um, find your hand zone, that little strike zone between your hips and your shoulders, and don't go too far outwards of that so that you can speak with your hands and go ahead and talk with your hands and use them to 
emphasize points. And then when you're having your um, photograph taken or when you're on camera, open up to the audience by uh, don't stand straight on, turn to a, a bit of an angle, uh, relax one shoulder, put one shoulder forward, and uh, tilt your head just a little bit. And, um, and then you should show up pretty natural and relaxed in whatever venue you're in, if you're having still photography or uh, if you're being videoed. Um, great, great tips. And um, one more thing, one more topic for us, and I, I have to say, Trudy is a master at um, makeup. She has a, you have such a strong knowledge of this. Um, I know that you have done makeup and, and, and given makeup tips to many personalities out there and celebrities. And, um, and you all, again, you always look fabulous um, and so well put together. So I know sometimes you can be washed out if you don't have the right kind of makeup on, depending on the lighting. And you dress so great, stylish. Um, and Trudy, you never fidget with your clothes. I never see that. And so I am curious, and I think this would be great for our listeners to hear some of your tips about makeup, hair, and clothes so that you have the confidence when you're on stage. My three favorite topics of life. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> makeup, hair, and clothes. I mean, can we go shopping right now? Makeup, you know, guess what? You haven't seen – thank you very much for the compliments, but you have not seen me in the morning at 6 o'clock a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send I'm you a sure picture. That you're beautiful. <laughs> um, you know, makeup for me has always been something. I mean, I've been doing makeup for over 17, 18 years now. Um, there's a right way to do it. There's a wrong way to do it. There's a, a comfortable way of doing it. You don't have to be completely overdone on makeup. But lips and blush, as long as you've got those two, you're good to go. All you need is uh, – lips for me are a huge thing. I always tell my sisters, put some lip gloss on. Mom, put some lip gloss on. You know, just, come, on, come on, just put a little bit of something on there. You know? And they're like, okay. And I'm like, see, you look, like a, you look, you look awake. It's a vibrant look. Um, and I'm not saying a bright red, a bright pink. You'll find your color. You'll find, you know, the right natural – look, but when you are on stage, you do have lights that are overpowering you for a photo shoot, for a video shoot, whatever it might be. But you don't, don't feel like, like I said, you, have to, you don't have to do, overdo it, but don't be afraid to give yourself some color. That's what makeup is made for. That's what it was invented for. <laughs> it's, to, it's to smooth you out and give you a little bit of a kick. And I know it, you don't, it can be a natural look, it can be an easygoing look, but don't think that just because you're going into the office means, oh, I can't, put it, I can't put my makeup on heavy. No, you can look like you're done. No, you don't want to be overdone. But it's don't be afraid to do that. And when it comes to your wardrobe, yes, they're Spanx. Do we love them? Absolutely not. <laughs> Can we breathe in them? Absolutely not. Can we get out of them after the day? Absolutely not. So why torture yourself? Just find something that's comfortable. Find something that you – walk around in it, sit down in it, stand up in it, walk outside, come back, 
are you is it riding up is it you know too is it too flowy do i look too 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 baggy too lazy too frumpy if if you feel like your whole you know look is too what's the word casual you don't want to be too casual you want to do a business casual look but you want to be comfortable be yourself you won't you don't want to be fidgeting that's the worst thing because that makes everybody else feel uncomfortable you're uncomfortable and they can sense that you're uncomfortable yeah even if you're confident that fidgeting uh, can make you appear that you're nervous and it may not be nervous at all it may just be because the clothes are bothering you <laughs> because you um, can't so breathe that's what, <laughs> my spanks are too tight. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Spanks has been in my wardrobe for a while, but not all the time. I will say that because, oh my goodness, you want to be up. You'll, you want to be able to be up there and breathe comfortably and and not be fidgeting. Yeah, they serve a they serve a purpose, and I think what you said. You know, for me, Trudy, and I'm. I think this is for others too, but I'll just speak for myself on this one. If I feel pretty in the clothes I'm wearing, if I feel uh, comfortable and I think I look attractive for, for me, then it adds to how comfortable I am on stage. Yes, um, 100%. And how confident I show up. So if I feel like, you know what, you look great. Um, but I try not to put too much emphasis on that all the time. Because right. um, I think it tends to lock people into being too hard on themselves. It's like when someone says, are you, are you having a bad hair day? And I used to think, yes, it's horrible when your hair won't do what you want it to do. But in hindsight, I thought, is it? Come on, it's your hair. It's your hair. How could that make you have a bad day? So your hair is not doing what you want it to do today. Big deal. You've got you to let that go. I think sometimes when you're preparing to go on stage, um, you you set it and then you just go for it and yeah and how you show up there is beyond you you need to look good of course and professional but what you do once you're on camera goes beyond that the initial um impression people will see is you know the clothes and stuff but once you start talking they're going for your message and your meaning and how and your presence and it can far outweigh um anything else Yes, I agree. But that being said, lips and cheeks. I would have never thought that. Lips and blush. Lips I, and uh, blush. I would have thought eyes more, but um, your eyes can sparkle when you're talking and be animated and, and um, lips and, and blush. And uh, here's the catchphrase of the day. Put some gloss on. <laughs> Just put some gloss on. <laughs> the Trudy-isms, the Trudy-isms that you can there take you away there with this go. are, it ain't no big thing. <laughs> it ain't no big thing. Where's my notepad so I can start writing these down and keeping tab of them? <laughs> yeah, it ain't no big thing. Put some gloss on. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Keep rolling. Keep um, rolling. And, Just roll with it. Yes. Yeah, keep rolling. It ain't no big thing. <laughs> I love it. And then, you know, I think coming back to the mindset with this, because there is the physical aspect of it, which is the technique of posing and how you get your hair done and um, 
how you do your makeup and, and all of those things. And then there's that physical mindset, which we kind of started with, and that's how you set the stage for you to be on stage, and that is to remember that if you got the gig, you were supposed to have it. You've already proven that you were good or they wouldn't have hired you. So now the next shift of mindset is be your own best friend and get out there and do what you're there to do. Spread the message that people are supposed to hear from you and enjoy it in the moment and have fun with it. And if you can center yourself right before you go out there and keep that in mind, no matter what happens, it's going to be an enjoyable experience and that's what people will will take away um, with them as they go. It's certainly what we take away when um, you're performing, Trudy, and what you leave us with and the fun that we get to have. And and I'm quite lucky because I am here uh, in San Antonio and I do get to see you um, perform, and it's phenomenal. And and it's lovely seeing you you on camera. Lovely. Um, Any closing remarks you have for uh, any other tips or anything else you want to share with our listeners, Trudy? I just want to say every person is a special person for what they're doing. You're supposed to be doing what you're hired to do, and if you love your job, you'll be comfortable, be confident, go out there, just do it, and roll with it. Be confident enough in yourself that you know you're supposed to be where, you're, where you are at that time. And everybody will feel that. Everybody will grasp that from you. They'll feel your energy and they'll appreciate it at the end of the day. And I guarantee you, if you put yourself out there genuinely, somebody, even if it's that one person, will get something from what you've said. Fantastic. That is beautiful. And Trudy, if they want to watch you on your new uh, latest TV show, um, South Texas Most Wanted, when does it air again, and what is the station? Um, we air every week, Saturday nights at 12 o'clock at midnight. <laughs> I know it's late. Set your DVRs. It's on Fox KBB uh, with our chief executive producer, Michael Valdez. And uh, it's a great show. We have Vanessa Gallegos as one of the hosts as well. Uh, and we're having a blast doing it. It's, it's covering the community and trying to catch criminals at the same time. So we feel like we're giving we're, – we highlight communities, nonprofit organizations, whether it be – uh, child abuse uh, advocates. Um, you know, we've got a, we've got a, a wide range of, of people who we are covering. So um, everybody, tune in and watch us Saturday nights on Fox KBB at midnight. It's a great show, and um, you'll get to know Trudy a little bit more. So I highly recommend uh, seeing her. If you want to follow Trudy on Facebook. You can find her at facebook.com backslash Trudy-Stone. And um, you can find out more about what she's doing and some of the live events. And you can contact her there as well. Um, If you have an event and you would love Trudy to come and be your MC, or you're looking for a professional host or correspondent, um, feel free to contact her. She's fantastic. I can't recommend her enough. and she is, again, if, for those of you who called in a little after we started, uh, I want to thank Trudy so much for joining us today and sharing some of this great information. I know it will help us all as we create our on-stage uh, presence. But Trudy is a public figure. She's a spokesperson and an in-arena host. 
for the San Antonio Scorpions. She's a TV host, MC at LCTV Inc. Broadcast Production Services. She's a TV correspondent for South Texas Most Wanted and so much more. Um, again, thank you so much, Trudy, for joining us. So much for having me. You are, you are more than welcome. Um, I'm Susan Gonzalez, a success coach, speaker, and best-selling author, and I offer programs and services to inspire and empower women and men to move forward, to get clear on what they really want in their life, and to help keep them on track so that they get it. Um, I energize and motivate my clients to help them get out of their own way so you tap into your unlimited power and talent. Um, I'm the author, I'm so happy to say, of a bestseller, Make It Your Mark, and the creator of the Make It Your Mark Transformational Live Experience. You can find out more about the book and some of my programs and services as well at www.makeityourmark.com. That's www.makeityourmark.com. And I want to thank you all for joining us for the show today. And again, my, my tremendous thanks to Trudy Trevino-Stone. And happy listening. And go out there and create a life you'll love. Thank you so much.